Hi, welcome. Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia, eating, self and body issues. Great to have your company. Today in Australia, it is Father's Day and I just wanted to talk to you this morning about the love of the father because I think it is such a key in healing and recovery from all the ways we get bent out of shape and that includes in an eating disorder, disordered eating experience. You know, all of us have different experiences of growing up um, with fathers, some absent, some present, um, but and these experiences shape so much of the way we see and feel and think about ourselves, our worth, our value, um, our experience of safety and security of belonging and acceptance. And what I want to say today is that no matter what your experience is, and it can be profoundly impacting on your journey into a challenging situation like an eating disorder or disordered eating experience, but it can also be a real key to your recovery from a challenging eating disorder or disordered eating experience. And what do I mean by that? You know, the love. We have a fundamental need, the most fundamental need we have and we are created with as human beings is to know that we are loved, that we are valued, that we are acceptable, that we have worth and value, that we are desired. And I believe that is in the very fabric of our being because it's the way we've been created. We've been created. This is a Christian perspective, which I'm sharing with you right now. We've been created by a father, a God that reveals himself in the scriptures as a father and a father who loves us. That is his most fundamental um, quality. It's the most fundamental way that he reveals himself as the one who loves us. You know, when Moses meets God on Mount Sinai, God reveals himself as compassionate. That's the first thing he says about himself. He's compassionate. He's merciful, full of mercy and gracious. He's merciful and gracious. He is long-suffering, as in he suffers long with our human frailty. He understands our human frailty so well. He understands that we've been born into a world that is fallen and the challenges of what that means for the human experience. He doesn't demand of us the way we often feel he's demanding something that we we can't, you know, demanding a perfection that we cannot achieve. He, he's not like that. He's long-suffering. He's compassionate and gracious, long-suffering, abounding in love and faithfulness. And, you know, in the Gospels, in the New Testament, so that's Old Testament, in the New Testament, um, he reveals himself. It says that God, the Father, so loved the world, so loved each one of us, that he gave his only begotten Son, that the God himself came in the flesh. God the Son, God, the uncreated God, Jesus, came. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten Son, the very best he had. He, God himself gave us himself in the Son, because he loved us so much. And he did that not to condemn us, 
but that we would have everlasting life, that whoever would believe in him would have everlasting life. And it goes on to say that he didn't send Jesus in the flesh to condemn us, but to save us. And I think that's a, that's the crux of the issue. You know, the gospel is about us being in a particular state when we are born into this planet, not the state that God originally intended, but something that happened as we chose to go our way and be independent of God. And that's the story of Adam and Eve in the, in the garden. And I've mentioned that before. I won't elaborate on that, except to say that, you know, it's really important how we view the Father, and it's so important in our healing. And the reason I know that is because it has been such a key in my own healing. And as I said many times, we don't arrive. I, I haven't a, a arrived at this place of perfectly knowing the Father's love. It's it's unsearchable. It's it's the depth and the breadth and the height, the width of the love of God passes knowledge but God does reveal it by degrees as we look to him as we seek him he reveals himself as the God who truly loves us and it has been such a healing a salve a healing in my own life you know this morning I woke up and I could feel anxious I have you know I'm in a particular place in my life at the moment where the you know things are very uncertain and in the natural, in my natural self, in my frail, flawed human self, I can feel very anxious about that. But as I came into a place of connection with the Father, and I do that through prayer, that's just literally what prayer is, it's, it's connecting with the Father, coming into a place of relationship, like just, yeah, like I would speak to a, a real person because he is that real and reminding myself of who he actually is. The God who is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, long-suffering, abounding in love and faithfulness. He so loved us. He so loved me. He sent his one and only begotten son, not to that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have eternal life. He wants us to have eternal life, life that is abundant and forever with him. It is a quality of life and love that is transcendent and eternal. And it anchors my heart into a place of security that just completely counteracts the fear narrative and the other narrative that paints God. And I've had this picture in my past, my religious past, has painted a God that was demanding and I could never please him. I was never good enough. And and I was always um, fearful of not doing enough, of not getting things right, and therefore being punished. That's a terrible place to come from. And it's not healing. It's the opposite. It's striving. It's driving. It's destructive, both to my physical frame, because I'm pushing my body beyond its its capability thinking I need to be or do something more than I actually can. It's not acknowledging, it's not resting in the love of the Father. Rest. You know, the love of the Father brings a place of rest. It brings a great experience of rest. 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 You know, many, many years ago, I was in a situation where, you know, I... Yeah, was striving 
that was my natural way of doing things, striving and fearful, fearful and striving. And I actually felt the Lord, I, I felt like I was at the very end of myself, very end of my resources. And I was just before the Lord. I was just standing in my room one afternoon after coming in from work. And I was just like, God, I just felt completely empty, completely bereft of any capacity and to, to, to go forward. And, um, and I felt anxious about that, but I couldn't do much about it. It was like, oh, I'm just, I, there's nothing else I can do. And as I stayed in that place and kind of just poured out my heart in all its emptiness and all its despair, I felt this voice in deep in my inner man. And it was this, it was like a whisper in rest by faith. In rest, by faith. And it was the complete opposite to the foundation of my life that had been built over many years from my early childhood, which was fear and striving. Fear that if I didn't get things right, things would go badly. So I was, that was my foundation. It was fear and striving. And I felt in this season, it was very early in my Christian life, I felt the Lord saying to me, um, rest, in rest, by faith, in rest, by faith, in rest, it's in rest. And I realized the key to that rest is his love, is knowing his love, is resting in the truth of his love. There is nothing else that provides the rest and the peace that his unconditional, unfailing love can provide. It's more than words. It's got to be an experience. And it doesn't happen overnight to, to have that, you know, you can get a revelation like I did in that bedroom all those years ago. But even this morning, I was, you know, feeling anxious and different circumstances, you know, life moves on and different circumstances trigger some of our old patterns of thinking and feeling and belief. And that's just the way we are. That's why God God doesn't condemn us for that. He's, he's so well acquainted with our human frame. He came in the flesh. He knows what it is to be in this human frame. And he loves us so much. He created us in his image. We are of infinite worth and value to the Father. He loves each human being so much. He sent his one and only Son that whoever would believe in him would not perish, as in die without coming into that relationship that can be not only a great source of security and peace and healing and comfort in this age, in this time, but in the age to come. Because death is not the end. And these are things that come from a Christian or Judeo-Christian perspective. And um, yeah, you can check out a lot more. Uh, you know, I can I can uh, link you up with other resources, uh, ministry resources, ones that I have found very helpful in my own journey. And if you want to link up with me, you know, healing is a whole person, whole health experience. And one of the things I bring to this space, which is actually quite unique, I think, is that spiritual dimension from a, from a Christian perspective. It's not something, um, you know, I don't offer it as part of my counselling service because that would not be appropriate. Um, 
but it is something I offer as a bonus, as as you know, an adjunct, as a support for anyone who is interested in understanding or exploring their worth and value, their belovedness from a Christian, Judeo-Christian perspective. That means I'm just drawing on what the Judeo-Christian scriptures reveal about God, how he revealed himself in the scriptures and through the person of Christ. You know, there's so much more to say about this. But I just want to put it out there because this morning, for example, I went from a place of feeling fearful, which is a very difficult place to operate from, hey, when, you, when you're feeling anxious. Your mind can get quite um, stuck. And that's a very common feature of people who've struggled with anorexia, as I have, um, to have this kind of stickiness in our thinking once we get that anxious drive going. Um, and so what am I saying? Am I recovered from anorexia? You bet. Am I a human being living in a, a human body <laughs> that's aging and, you know, needing healing and in a, in a uh, life in an environment that has lots of challenges and natural stresses? Yes, just like you. So, you know, we don't live in this perfected state here on earth. We have constant challenges. In this world, you will have challenges. That's what Jesus said. You know, in this world, you'll have challenges. But take heart, fear not, because I've overcome the world. I've overcome the challenges that you're experiencing here in this life. And in fact, there's a day ahead for each one of us where there is no, no more fear or sorrow or pain or suffering. And death is over. Death has lost, death is, there's no more death, there's no more pain, there's no more fear or suffering. The old order has passed away and he makes all things new. So the promise, the promise that Jesus came into this life to bring us, which was a reconnection with the Father that loves us, to know that in this life and beyond that, this life to enjoy it forever. And you know, there's a great book called Imagine Heaven by a guy called John Burke. And it's the experience of a whole lot of people who have had near-death experiences and they've come back, obviously, um, to tell of their experience. And it's really worth having a read of these experiences of people. Um, it it's just gives you a great hope of what's in front of us. And the scriptures declare it, but people have also experienced it. Jesus declares it more than anyone. You know, he said, look, let not your heart be troubled. In this life, you will have trouble, but fear not, I've overcome the world. And let not your heart be troubled because, um, you know, I go to prepare a place for you. There's a place for you in the Father's house, in the days ahead, the days beyond this mortal life. There's a place for you. And there's uh, love and life. And really, my understanding is it's like the Garden of Eden. It's like the, um, the way God designed the world initially, that we would know him and walk with him. And he would be with us, like physically with us, not just by his spirit, but physically with us as he was with us for a short period when he walked as a man on the earth. So he will be with us and it will be the Garden of Eden-like conditions. Beautiful, magnificent, the very best of what we've experienced here in technicolor 
and surround sound. I mean, those terms don't even come close, hey? But there are some people who've come back from an experience with death and they describe their experience. And it's a very hopeful, um, yeah, it's a very hopeful window on what's ahead of us if you don't have that paradigm, if you've never heard of that. Um, and if you want to just explore what it is to understand your worth and value from a Christian perspective, you can write to me, info at michellesparks.com. And, um, you know, I'm not in a position right now to do uh, a group, but I have been thinking I would love to just, you know, be able to give some time and space for those who are interested in just exploring that dimension, which is, I believe, so important to the healing and that, that foundation of healing that you can then build on. You know, you can build on. Once you know you're loved, it, it provides a platform that is so different to that platform of fear and striving. To know that you are loved starts to create that platform of rest and recovery. Rest and recovery. Rest and restoration. Rest and recovery. An ability to be, B-E, not to do D-O, not to drive and strive, but to rest and recover, restore, flourish, to go forward and flourish in life. This is my heart for you. This is my heart for all who struggle in the bondage of self-hate and self-rejection that is part of the eating disorder experience. If that's you and you are interested, you can reach out to me, info at michellesparks.com. And um, I'll keep you in, in the loop about some developments in that area as I am able to offer them. Okay, so for now, I just pray that you would know the love of the Father and that it would bring a great rest to your spirit that would enable you to start to heal, to start to be, to be, to be the beautiful person that you were designed and created to be, to know the love of the Father, to know your worth and value, to know that you matter, you really matter. You were created by the Father. You were woven together in your mother's womb. Even if you may not know your mother, the one that fought, you know, the, the womb from which you were born, there is a God who loves you. And he knows you and he sees you and he cares about you. And knowing that by experience, in my own experience of healing, was the absolute key to everything else that actually was sustainable and helped me recover my life. So until next time, travel well.